0: Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the PokeTower Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 142 of the Poke Tower Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in Tuesday night or if it's Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday to you guys. Uh, We got a handful of things, like always, to talk about. Today, we're going to be talking about the TCG Battle Royale. I think we got a new set added in there. Uh, We got some GameStop promos from Pokemon. Uh, Duelist Nexus, Yu-Gi-Oh's newest set. And they got some quarter-century secret rares that look pretty cool. Uh, There's also a couple other cards that aren't too rare that I want to talk about. Uh, We got the Tamer's Good set for Digimon card game coming out, uh, which has some pretty cool Diaboromon promos, things like that. We got uh, QBs selling in August, so it's been a good month for me selling some sports cards. Hopefully you guys are having that same experience. Um, Hopefully you're not buying QBs, but there are a couple we can talk about that maybe you can still buy and uh, would be okay with later on this season. And we're also going to be talking about the Xbox uh, graded population at WADA. We have a handful of people that are interested in Xbox games in the Discord, and we're going to be talking about Gengar's Grabs. Now, there is one more important thing we need to talk about before we start the episode. Last week, uh, I believe it was Danny, Danny 007. um, He asked, what are we going to do for episode 200? Take a deep breath. Because there probably won't be an episode 200 of the Poke Tower podcast. This is not meant to be sad or anything like that. Just telling you the truth. Um, there won't. There probably won't be an episode 200 of the podcast. I tr- I'll try not to say too much because I don't want to make any promises. I don't want to say that I'm going to do something that I won't or I'm not going to say I won't do something that I end up doing. Um, but the weekly podcast, every Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever you watch them, those will end in September. Uh, the three-year anniversary is September 16th. So I think we have about five more Weekly episodes before I stop doing weekly episodes on the podcast. Um, that doesn't mean the Discord's gonna die. It doesn't mean, you know, we're still gonna do the monthly box breaks if that's what you guys wanna do. Um, but I will no longer be doing weekly updates like I do, uh, for the Pokey Tower podcast. I do have some things planned, but again, I'm not gonna until, until some things are done, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, I am or am not going to be doing something. So uh, yeah, five more weeks, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show up until then. And of course, you can always go back and listen to the other 140-something episodes that we've done. I think it's more, I think it's actually 146 because there's special episodes and things like that in between. Um, There's a lot of information in there. And hopefully you guys have learned a lot along the way. But to be honest, you know, this takes a lot of my time a ton of my time, um, you know, two to four hours every, every Tuesday. And not only that, but I'm pretty much locked in. I am, I am a slave to the podcast on Tuesdays in terms of uploading, getting things ready for Wednesday. I pretty much don't do anything on Tuesdays and it's been pulling my time away from other things that I could be doing. So, um, I'm not going anywhere. It's just the show will not be a weekly thing anymore. So hopefully you're not too sad about that. You guys let me know your thoughts. Um, we're gonna continue to do our thing so it's not it's not a huge deal it's just I need to let you know this won't this isn't gonna last forever nothing does right all right with that being said let's get this party started we're gonna be talking about the battle royale this week here we go All right, TCG Battle Royale. You guys know what it is. We've been doing this for weeks now. Our top four uh, TCGs, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, we rank their newest booster sets. Here we go. Number one, going with Yu-Gi-Oh, Duelist Nexus. It's got that new set shine. Uh, if you're not a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, this is not going to be your number one set, but it's the newest set on the Battle Royale. Just dropped uh, last Friday, or the 28th or something like that. Um, and we got, this is the first, this is the second set that ha- that's keeping the theme of the Quarter century secret rares. So they, they're kind of like starlight rares. That's what they remind me of. Um, and they're expensive. Case price is 700 bucks, Not bad. Box price is $59. Not bad. Top four cards in the set come out to six ninety seven. dollars That's crazy. We haven't seen this for Yu-Gi-Oh! in a while. Uh, normally you get that with the starlight rare sets. This is not a starlight rare. These are quarter century secret rares. And they're, they're a little bit different. Uh, but you got a, you got a magician's card in there. That's like 250 bucks. I want to say almost 300 bucks. Um, you have multiple, like, l- I mean, look at the stats here. You have 27 cards that break the $15 price point. Now that's a little skewed because in these sets, in this set specifically, there are 25 quarter century secret rares. So 25 of these cards break that $15 price point, 27 of them, you know, so could, two of them could be ultras or just regular secrets, but, um, There's some pretty cool looking cards in here. There was a couple like old school, like you know, nostalgia cards. Um, if you if you like certain characters in Yu-Gi-Oh that you might like, we'll check them out later. Um, I'm not sure the pool rates on these quarter century secret rares, so uh, I'm interested in. There's this one, and there's another card I'll show you later. Uh, the this magician's card is pretty dope. Um, but you know I'm not gonna pay three hundred bucks for it right now. I'll wait. Um. And I, again, I don't know the pull rates. People are comparing them to Starlight Rares, but I don't think they're that hard to pull. I mean, there's 25 of them. Um, I think they're somewhere between a, a Starlight and a Collector Rare. That's what it kind of gives me a, a feel of. Like, maybe it takes you two boxes, three boxes to get one. Very similar to Collector Rares. Um, if anyone knows the stats on that, drop it in the comments. Number two this week. We're doing Digimon versus Royal Knight. Case prices are down to 735. Box prices are down to $59. bucks. That is quite the drop from last week. Top four cards in the set down to 589 bucks, And there are actually 21 cards that break the $15 price point, which is pretty good for Digimon. That's why I ranked it number two this week because, you know, 21 cards, that's, that's good. Like that means more than just two alternate arts are, are doing good in that set. And I kind of expected that with these Royal Knights alternate arts. You can see here with the Omnimon. It's just really—it's cl- got a lot of contrast in there with that gold, um, and then they have really heavy black uh, outlines. I think it helps with the art on that card. Um, I'm gonna continue to wait. I haven't bought any of the Altart uh, Royal Knights. Um, I think they're gonna continue to drop in price. I think this set is still new, which is surprising that the box prices are 59 bucks right now, like brand new. That's crazy. Usually we see 59 bucks like six weeks in, seven weeks in. This is week two, and you can get one right now for fifty-nine bucks. Pretty crazy. Number three, Dragon Ball Super Wild Resurgence. Same stuff over and over and over again. Case prices eight hundred and fourteen dollars. That's the same as last week. Brox box prices dropped even more. I think they were like sixty-five last week. Now they're down to sixty-two. Top four cards in the set dropped down to seventeen hundred dollars. And that Goku God Rare is actually for sale on TCG Player for fifteen hundred right now. So if that moves, like, I would expect that one of these guys is going to end up selling one for $1,400 or $1,300, and, like, you may see a $1,200 sale for that Goku. That just seems like where they kind of stop at is, like, around $1,100, $1,200. That's where they kind of they bottom out. Um, so maybe you wait for that if you really want that Goku card. I'm not too interested in it. Um, it would it would have to take a miracle for me to be like, oh, I'll go get one. Um, there would have to be a really good reason why I would do that, but... Uh, there you go for Dragon Ball. Only four cards in the set. That's pretty much Secret Rares. That's what that is. Um, four cards that break 15 bucks. It, it's dropped quite a bit. And number four, we've we already know what it is. It's Pokemon. Paldea Evolved. It's not a bad set. Um, I kind of like it more than Scarlet Violet Base set, even though you know, it's not performing very well. I like it more than Scarlet Violet Base. Um, it just felt better when I opened, you know, up my stuff. Um, Case prices are the same as last week. Box prices are $100, bucks, which is a big jump from last week. I think last week they were down to $90-something, dollars, $91, $92. Like, it was pretty low. Um, Top four cards in the set come out to $193. That Magikarp taking a huge dump. I mean, he was up to like $100. Bucks. We saw $50. We saw $40. I think it's down to like $38 bucks right now. Uh, so if you like the Magikarp, you might want to start looking for that. And there are 10 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So a lot of, like, singles this week. That's kind of the story. The singles went up in prices, uh, except for Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball took a dump. But um, Pokemon and Digimon singles went up. Uh, and then we got Duelist Nexus. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh! never really stays at the top for too long. I just don't see it being a knockout set. But, uh, you know, it's got that new shine. And, and of course, people are excited about these quarter-century secret rares. Uh, we'll ta- Like I said, we're going to talk about a couple cards later in that set that I think are cool. Here you go. Number one, Duelist Nexus. Number two, versus Royal Knights, for Digimon. Uh, number three, Wild Resurgence. Number four, Paldea Evolved. All right, moving on to some Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? GameStop promos. I feel like it's funny that I, n- I announced, you know, that we're not going to be doing weekly podcasts here pretty soon. And I remember like when I started this podcast, like GameStop promos on TikTok were like a big deal. Stupid, so stupid. Like, remember when we had the Rebel Clash? I think it was like Rebel Clash, like Flapple GameStop promo. Like, people were going nuts, and that—I mean, it died really quick. But people were like, people were just idiotic about that whole thing. Uh, But we got some new ones. We got Umbreon. We got Espeon. So Pokemon knows uh, how to how to lure their fans in, and they opened up with a uh, Umbreon Espeon GameStop promo. We're gonna check that out on Pokebeach.com. Here we go. Espion and Umbreon promos, GameStop and Best Buy, to celebrate the release of Obsidian Flames. Pokemon has announced GameStop stores will be giving away an Umbreon promo, and Best Buy stores will be giving away an Espion. Oh, split up. Okay, Espion, and that's that's kind of cool. I didn't read that, so that's cool. This is the first time we're getting two different promos for a set promotion. That's cool. Still going to be readily available though. Uh, the promotions will begin August 11th, so you got 10 days. The day the set releases in stores, you will need to make a $15 purchase of Pokemon trading card game purchases to get each promo. So you got to spend 30 bucks to get both. Expect those to be the prices on eBay and, and TCG player. They're probably going to sell for anywhere from 12 to 30 bucks. Like initially just bam, right off the bat. Cause people are like, well, I had to pay 15 to get it. You're going to get charged 15. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh, both cards will come from Obsidian Flames and have their stores logo on the corner of the card. Now, the Best Buy one might be cool. That'd be cool to have Best Buy sticker right there. Uh, right here. I, I don't think we've seen anything like that. Um, presumably, they will be like the hollow Tinkaton promo. What the heck is going on there? That's the GameStop. I mean, that's just weak. You can barely see it. It's like, I know GameStop's logo is red, but... Eh. Nah. Um, I mean, it might look, it's going to look good on that Umbreon for sure. The Best Buy one, we'll see. Pokemon.com previously announced that Tinkerton promos will be available at GameStop and Best Buy. However, the promos never surfaced at Best Buy. Wow. Wonder if we get the same thing here. Since this is the first time they're doing a set promotion with two different promos, we imagine we'll actually see both this time. Okay. So there you guys go. Uh, some Someone actually commented, look at this. I can hear the scalpers climbing from the mountains of Mordor. That's <laughs> true. Um, I mean, take your time with these guys. We've seen this over the years past, right? This podcast has been on the air now for three years. We've seen this. We've seen the GameStop promos just get absolutely scalped. The weird stories, right? People like damaging cards. Like, I think it's an error. Did yours come out? Like, it's like, no, dude, your card's just damaged. Like your card's destroyed. Stuff like that. Uh, Expect to see the tomfoolery. And uh, if you like these cards, go get them. I'm not going to go out of my way. Um, But, you know, sometimes when I buy bulk, like you find stuff like this and it's a nice surprise. Um, But, yeah, there you go. That's your Pokemon news this week uh, from PokeBeach.com. we got Espeon, Umbreon promos at GameStop. Dude, these ads are out of control. What the freak? I don't want this. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Umbreon, Espeon. There's an X up here, but I can't get to it. There it goes. Oh, my gosh. I clicked another ad. Okay. <laughs> Dang. This is so stupid. Umbreon, Espeon, Promos at Best Buy and uh, GameStop. We'll see if they're actually exclusive to the stores. Um, but that's it for Pokemon. All right. What do we got next? We got Duelist Nexus for Yu-Gi-Oh. Here we go. All right. I got to get, get this thing out of here. What? Go away. There we go. Duelist Nexus for Yu-Gi-Oh! Let me shrink my screen here so I can show you what's going on. There you go. So these are some like, well, mind the last card there. Mind the last card that shows 226 bucks. But these are some cool cards. Like if you're like a, if you're a fan of like the lore of Yu-Gi-Oh and like the original stuff, and you like to see characters on different cards, these were some cool cards that I saw from Duelist Nexus um, that have you know that that nostalgic feel. The one on the left being, um, you know, that's Flame Swordsman. And what's weird is, like, a few weeks ago, I was, like, in the market for Legend of Blue Eyes Flame Swordsman. I was like, I'm going to go get me a PSA Flame Swordsman first to dish. I didn't buy it because I just thought they were a little overpriced right now. I was thinking about doing some raw ones. But, like, that was, like, a dope card back in the day was um, Flame Swordsman. And why isn't TCG player loading up? There it goes. Um but this card right here, it's a spell card. I already forgot the name. Um, hold on. Internet's like dead. But again, the second card here. Let me show you this one. Here you go. Fusion Armament. That's what it's called. Here's a. You can also get it in ultra rare. Let me show you what that looks like. So you can also get it in ultra rare if you think like the uh, quarter century secret rare is a little too fancy. You can get it in ultra. It's like it's three bucks right now. But it looks dope, right? If you, if you. Flame Swordsman is sick. Uh, and I believe this mage also, like, on the back, he's also, like, a legacy character. I can't remember his name, though. But I feel like he's also on a card. So it's just kind of, like, a cool cool look. Um, If you're a Flame Swordsman fan, like, I'll show you the regular, regular Flame Swordsman. <laughs> but, yeah, nostalgia feels all day. So Legend of Blue-Eye, he's just a super rare. <sighs> but, uh... You know, it's like one of the first like fusions for for Yu-Gi-Oh! And, uh, you know, Joey had it. This was a sick character in the game. First edition right here, 200 bucks. That's what I was looking at getting. Because I've been trying to buy more Yu-Gi-Oh! this year. Um, But you got the uh, fusion armament, right? And then you look at this one right here. This is a Red Eyes card. This is Red Eyes Black Meteor Dragon. It's a super rare. So it's not a non-hollow. It's a super rare card. If you're a Red Eyes fan, you can get it for a dollar. It's like super cheap. Um, so if you got like a red eyes, you know, craving, right? You don't want to buy the OGs. This is kind of cool. Red eyes, black meteor dragon. Um, like basically if I was open, if I was opening Duelist Nexus and I pulled that, like that would be a pleasant surprise. I'm like, oh, cool. Like a little bit of something I know, right? Cause I don't play the game anymore. So, you know, I'm always collecting like the older stuff. And then you got another card here. This is the one I'm like most interested in. What the heck? I did not want that. This is the magician's card and it's 230 bucks right now. This is Magicians of Bonds and Unity. Quarter Century Secret. You can barely see the art. Let me see if I can pull up another thing here. You guys can see that. It looks sweet, right? Like that's a really nice looking card. Um I got to see it in person, but yeah, I mean people people actually sold this thing for 500 bucks? Oh my gosh. Let me see the sale history. 305. Oh my 500, 500, 375, 3 3- Crazy. So it's down quite a bit. It's at two thirty right now. Um again, this is like uncharted territory. It's a new rarity. Kind of like with collector rares. I remember, you know, people were like probably paid too much for those when they first came out. I'm gonna wait and see what happens with these, but these are the cards like I'm interested in. Of course, I would always go like vintage Yu Gi Oh over the modern stuff a hundred percent, like time and time again. But uh, you know. If if I if I go to the store and I get some Duelist Nexus, you know, and I find this card, I'm like, "Oh, that's sick." You know, or even like a Red-Eyes Black Meteor Dragon, like that's cool. That's the kind of stuff I'm familiar with with, you know, the original seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh, season 1, season 2. So, if you're going to buy Duelist Nexus, these are a couple cool cards uh, that you could look for or you could just pick them out yourself. I mean, just buy that. Don't don't get anything else uh, cuz if you're not playing the game, you know, there's probably mechanics that you could care less about, right? You just want the rarity. There you go. That's it for Yu-Gi-Oh this week. Moving on to some Digimon. Here we go. Tamer Goods Set. So this is a uh, new product from Premium Bandai that you can pre-order now. I'm usually not a fan of like these like premium sets, you know, like box sets. But this is cool uh, because this card right here, specifically this one, is like a token card uh, when you play the game. But that's like a really nice artwork for Diaboramon. Like I haven't, we don't see a lot of good Diaboramon cards. So that's what we're checking out today. We're checking out this Tamer Good set that is going to be released later on this year from Digimon. Here it is. It's a couple things here. So you get a couple alternate art cards. You get Armageddon. You get Diaboramon. That's like an ace card right there. You get Diaboramon token. And then you have a nice playmat here. If you have no idea who these characters are... These are like some of the most menacing villains in Digimon, like especially the original Digimon. Pre-order period, July 27th, so like four days ago, through August 27th. So you got about four weeks to get this pre-order in. Uh, This is Diaboramon, Armageddon, and Curamon, which won first place in Digimon Con 2023 supply goods design. So this was a design poll that they had, and this is the one that ended up winning. There's a playmat. I'm not a huge fan of playmats, but I mean that's nice. It's cool. Uh alternate art cards. You got Armegeddon and you got Diabormon. Those are actually sick. Like those look really nice. I like how they go together too. Um, and you have the Diabormon tokens. Now, I believe you get 5 inside of here and you get 4, you get 2 of each here of these ones and a playmat. So, this is supposed to sell for 50 bucks. Guess you could take your chances, and if it flops, you could probably buy it for less on eBay or something like that, or TCG Player, um, and you can go to premiumbandai.com to buy it. Yeah, fifty bucks right now. Uh, but this card's sick. Like, oh dang it! Won't well, let me zoom in. I want to zoom in. There you go. There's the Diabormon. That one's I. I like the idea of these two being together. That's cool. This Armageddon looks nasty, man. And it's interesting because this has a BT5 alternate art, and then this one has a P114. So this one's like specified as a promo. This one's still like an alternate art for BT5. Interesting. And then the Diaboramon token, like, I like the idea of tokens being graded. So like, Yu-Gi-Oh has the same thing. Um, Oh, man. What are those cards called? (laughs) They're like they're like placeholders almost, um, but they're really like cool looking artwork cards. I think that are cool to be graded, um, just for the looks in general. Um, that's kind of like the feel I get here from this this token card. Hopefully, we'll see more tokens from Digimon, but like that's cool. I like it. Um, like I, you can't play with this. Like it's just a just a placeholder. Like I, I think it even says something on the card. Like you can't uh, can't have this in your deck. Tokens can't be included in decks. Yeah. So it's like a it's just a token, right? Um, what is it called in Yu-Gi-Oh? I forgot what they're called in Yu-Gi-Oh, but they have they have same thing. Um, really cool. They're just cool looking. I don't think they're going to be expensive, but uh, if you're into like villain, dark Digimon stuff, this is probably something that you'd be interested in. And that is it for the Digimon news this week. Moving on to our sports section. This is going to be pretty interesting. Here we go. All right. For sports this week, let me, let me change the slide here. We talked about this a few weeks ago. We're going talk about it again. QBs that sell in August, right? A few weeks back, we talked about Justin Herbert. We talked about Joe Burrow. We talked about Trevor Lawrence. We talked about Lamar Jackson. And uh, who else was in there? Uh, Mahomes, right? Like the elite quarterbacks. Uh, the younger quarterback Josh Allen. All those guys. And I showed you guys a chart. Like, you know, typically, like, July and August is when these sales actually sell cards actually sell for more, and why? It's because people are ramping up for the football season. Um, they're excited. They're getting ready to invest in their favorite players uh, with the idea that you sell in postseason, playoff, Super Bowl time. When we looked at the stats, we actually saw that the sales were still higher in August, even if players made it big or made it deep into the playoffs. So Joe Burrow would be an example of that. His prices were actually higher in August of 2022 than they were in October, November, December, January of 2022, uh, 2023 for January. So I told you guys like, hey, if you're going to be buying those types of quarterbacks, be careful because they typically sell for more in August. Me being a perfect example of that, you know, in this past week, I made about, like a little over 600 bucks on sports cards. I think just, just four, no, three sports cards. Um, three sports cards, that's it. Two Justin Herbert rookies that I had sold and the Lamar Jackson came out to a little over 600 bucks. Remember, I told you guys I was gonna be listing those QBs uh, because people t- typically buy more in August because it's a whole speculative thing. And the thing with Herbert is he just, he's the highest paid QB in football right now. And what do you know? Literally, the, the, the days after I sold two slabs, boom, boom, done, done. Um, I still have a lot of Justin Herbert cards, so I'm not worried about it. I think, he, I think he's going to have a deeper run, and those people might do well if they invested early, you know what I mean? But again, I invested really early when no one was talking about Herbert. Um, my point here is, though, be careful who you buy in August, but I still think that there's actually some hope for specific quarterbacks that maybe maybe you do want to buy right now in August because you're ready to you're gonna you think you're gonna sell in you know October November if one of these guys make a deep playoff run. So I went to MarketMovers.com. Um, this is my membership that I have here, and I did something different. I went to the movements page, and I looked up sales volume. So what cards are actually selling the most? And then I did which cards are selling the most in PSA 10 for football, and this was interesting. So the list here, and you're going to probably notice a trend here. But look at this. You got, you got Brock Purdy. You have his red, white, and blue PSA 10 Prism. There was nine sales in the last 14 days. So basically almost a sale per day on Brock Purdy. Justin Fields. There were eight sales in the last two weeks of the PSA 10 Blue Scope Optic. Now, there's other cards that sell of Justin Fields, but this, was, this is the most sales volume over the last 14 days. Brock Purdy Base PSA 10. Eight sales. Jalen Hurts. Now he's the only one that kind of sticks out a little bit here because he was, you know, a hype quarterback last year, made it to the Super Bowl. Um, you would think that he would be in that class of Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence. Like you, I would put Hurts, Hurts in that class. I wouldn't associate him with this class. Like remove Jalen Hurts. Now look at you got Brock Purdy, Justin Fields, Jordan Love, with seven sales of his PSA ten mosaic green. Mac Jones again, another a little bit older quarterback. So you got Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones, and then you got Justin Herbert and Dalvin Cook, and then some running backs. Kyler Murray's down there. Uh, that's his. Uh, that's not even a rookie card. You got Joe Burrow, but you see the older quarterbacks are down here at the bottom. What do these guys up top have in common? They're all like speculative younger quarterbacks, like year two, year three quarterbacks. You got Brock Purdy; is going to be his second year. Justin Fields, what is it going to be? His third year, second year. Jalen Hurts, a 2020 rookie card. That's three years old. You got Jordan Love. Now he's been around the same time, same amount of time as Justin Herbert has, but he hasn't got to play till this season. Like, get a shot at actually starting. So, Jordan Love, Mac Jones, remember he was like a big deal his first couple games at the Patriots, and then people just forgot about him. And you see a lot of sales here. So, like, what I'm seeing, my point here is I'm seeing a lot of speculation quarterbacks so these aren't like franchise quarterbacks like you're not seeing burrow at the top you're not seeing Herbert at the top you're not seeing Lawrence at the top what you're seeing is you're seeing guys that might be good this year that might make a splash uh, and that was probably the most interesting takeaway from looking at these stats here people are excited about Brock Purdy now should you buy Brock Purdy I don't know because his his sales volume is up quite a bit Justin Fields his sales volume is up quite a bit but my theory is that these people think that these guys are going to have a phenomenal season and possibly make a run for the playoffs and that their investments will pay off. Um, You know, they're going to have a breakout season and those investments will pay off later this year or next season. That's, that's what my thoughts are. Now I wouldn't buy, I'm not buying Brock Purdy cards. I'm not buying Justin Fields. I'm not buying, I already sold all my Jordan love. I've been holding Jordan love for three years. I already got rid of, once he got the news that he was the starter in green Bay, all my slabs sold of Jordan love. Um, so I got out like super early and that's fine with me. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, right? Um, Mac Jones, I've never been a fan of. Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm still holding a pretty rare Kyler Murray card. We'll see. Uh, I think he's still hurt and like, I don't know. I don't know what his, I kind of feel like I might be stuck with that one. Um, Joe Burrow, I still, I'm still holding Joe Burrow cards. Trevor Lawrence, I'm still holding a few Trevor Lawrence cards. Sam Darnold was another interesting one because he's, you know, what, six years old now, seven years old now in the, in the NFL. Uh, his sales volume is up on his PSA 10 uh, base prism. So maybe if you're if you think that Purdy might get hurt or something like that, you might want to go for a Sam Darnold card or something like that. Um that might be a good play because look at what happened to them last year, right? So if they if they got if they need to turn somewhere, he might be, you know, someone that would get a short-term bump in a value. You got Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. you got two down here, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, so like all the older quarterbacks are down here towards the bottom. Again, the trend here, Rock Purdy's. this is going to be his first full season with the Niners. You got Justin Fields. This is supposed to be a breakout season with the Bears, right? Uh, and then you got Jordan Love, first full season with the Packers. Um, and that's kind of the story um, of what we're seeing with these top sales and quarterbacks. So you guys let me know what you think about that. Um, I'm not going to buy any of these guys. I'm actually exiting a lot of my football positions. Um but yeah, it's interesting to look at, you know, because I hadn't thought that these types of players, like these are the, this is, this is what people are looking at right now. I don't typically agree with this. I would much rather go with like the tried and true, like already franchise quarterback guys. I think they could, you know, this is like speculative, like super speculative play. I think these actually pay off more is what I think. I think that these would pay over more uh if you end up being right, but they're also, can hurt you a lot more too. So, um, you you guys let me know. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is probably the best pick on here. Uh, you know, in terms of like the NFC and a proven quarterback and who actually had a really good Super Bowl performance. I think he's like my safest pick. I'm still holding a couple Jalen Hurts cards. I know you guys remember that because I I bought them right before the Super Bowl and then I got screwed when he lost. It was a good game though, really good game. So there you guys go. That's a quick look at what I'm looking at right now for football. Um, I'm not going to buy any of these, but you never know. Um, maybe you have some of these, or maybe, maybe there's another reason to invest in these guys. I just don't see it. All right. That's it for sports. Let's move on to some video games this week. Here we go. All right. So, We've been talking a lot about video games. It seems like more people are getting more interested in video games in the Discord, and I love it. I also noticed that we have a handful of Xbox, enth- like original Xbox enthusiasts in the Discord, which is one of my favorite systems. May not be the most popular, but um, it was a huge part of my childhood. So, I love these games, and what I did today is I actually looked up the population's on WADA's website of what is the most popular or most graded Xbox games. I think it's when you're starting to collect and trying to understand what you want to buy and why you want to buy it, you got to understand what people think other people think about too. Um, and uh, that's what I did. I looked up the populations and I today I think I have the top four most graded games at WADA for Xbox. So let's get into it. Number one, you could probably guess it's going to be Halo 2. Now, these pops are actually crazy. And not by like, no, I don't think it's like a lot, a lot of graded copies. That's not where I'm getting. I think like you're going to be surprised at some of these populations. um, And I'm not going to tell you why. I think I'll just let you make your own decision. So Halo 2, the original Halo 2. Now, remember, there's like different variants of Halo 2. You got the limited edition. um, You got, I believe there's a greatest hits or platinum hits one. Um, There's like, you know, multiple variants of this Halo 2. Got to get the original 459 copies graded there. Number two, Halo Combat Evolved. Now, this is the Game of the Year variant. That's not the one that has 335 copies. This is just the wrong picture, okay? So don't get it confused. I couldn't find the original picture for whatever reason, but they had the Game of the Year version. Um, 335 copies of the original Halo Combat Evolved. Not Game of the Year, not Platinum Edition, not none of that. Just regular Halo Combat Evolved. Now, there are different variants here, too. Like, Halo 2 has different variants. Um, they have a Japanese version of Halo Combat All. If you haven't seen that, it's actually a really cool cover. Go check it out. There's different variants. We've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, but look at the similarities here. Halo, 335, 459. Like, Pretty popular games, right? This is like a bigger pop than some cards out there. It's crazy. Number three. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Now, I never played this game, but look at the drop-off here. You have 335 with Halo, and it drops all the way down to 69 with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. This was a super popular game amongst like a lot of my friends. I never played this game. I've never been into the Grand Theft Auto stuff ever, um, but I understand like this is a big game, and you look at how low the pops are. What I'm saying is, If you're a video game enthusiast, this is somewhere where you might want to go. You might want to go here and look at Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, some sealed copies, lock in some for the future because what it's telling me is that it's a popular game and there's not a lot out there, right? Number four, and this is the last one on the list. There's actually a a close fifth. I'll share that with you in a second. Fable. Now, this is probably my favorite game besides Halo is fable um 54 graded copies this is also a game that has multiple different editions like you could there's like you can go on ebay and people were trying to sell like the australian version like the pae or whatever uh, pa out pal version um you got the greatest hits or platinum edition um fable get the og um, make sure that they're sealed. And these are actually kind of tough to find. Like typically people want like 100 plus for this one. Like you might find one for 120, 150. Um, the ones that actually look decent are in that higher range there. A close fifth on this list is actually Knights of the Old Republic 2. I believe that one has 50 copies graded. So if you're looking for games on the rise, I would say that you know, you could do Halo 2 and Halo. Those are the pretty easy um, answers here. Grand Theft Auto, Fable, and Knights of the Old Republic seem to have more promise because there's just not as much out there right now. But I think you'll probably have to do a little more digging than you're used to because... I Like, I look for Knights of the Old Republic because I'm like, that would be dope to have. I couldn't really find much. And the ones you do find, people want a lot of money for. So I'm not sure where to take that. But maybe add these things to your watch list on eBay and just hope one pops up and then snag it when you get a shot, or you know shop locally until you find one. Um, but yeah, these are things I'm looking at after after I get my PSA my uh, PSA. Well, wow. after I get my PSP sub back because we got the grades back uh, last week, but we don't have any. I don't have them back. The cases back. So once I get the cases back um, and I start moving some of those ones that I don't want to keep, I will be moving into Xbox games that I want. So. Uh, That's kind of what I'm looking at right now. And I'm giving you guys a heads up on that. All right. That's it for the Gaming Corner. Moving on to our last segment of the day, Gengar's Grabs. Here we go. All right. Gengar's Grabs, our last segment, all about you guys. You guys share what you bought this week and then I rank it top five. Here we go. Number five. Going with Jay Parks all the way in Canada. He he said... (laughs) He said that he's trying to refrain from buying uh, sealed stuff, and he's trying to go for more, you know, individual cards that are cheaper that he thinks will rise in value. Well, I guess he found a motherload of Evolving Skies, and he said, "Screw up buying it." Um, yeah, I would say probably the you know the best modern set we've seen in a long time, and uh, I don't think that's a bad decision to buy that at all. Those are solid. All right, number four. You got Fluky. With the uh, Giratina V-Star. This is um, from Crown Zenith. Now, the interesting thing about this, well, he's got the MLC. That's the first thing. The other thing is he got this in a giveaway. Like, that's nuts that he got that in a freaking giveaway. It's actually crazy they gave him that, too. All right. Number three. Like, that's... I mean, people were raving about it's actually kind of crazy because people were raving about this card. Like, remember it was like almost like two hundred bucks? Crazy. Okay. Number three, we got Conro. Connor. This is a bunch of PSA ten altarts of Digimon card game. I think he has a couple nines and maybe like two eights or something like that. Um, but his comment was pretty cool. He said, you know, put money in cards that you that you believe and want to do well. Um so What did he do? He put some money into some cards that he wants to see do well. And these are uh, a good handful of PSA 10 uh, Digimon. It's like, that's really good. Um, Some alt arts in there. And uh, yeah, I mean, solid. (laughs) Number two this week. He almost got number one, but he he couldn't pull it off. We got the Lot Lizard, a.k.a. Chris. Uh, He got the VGA 85 Plus Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS. Now, what's cool about this is I shared this in the Discord. I was like, hey guys, I really think I shared it in the Steel tab, but uh, I, was, I think it was 125 or something like that. And he had offers on. <laughs> I was going to get it, but I, I posted it in the Steel tab just in case someone else wanted it. And I said, you know, I, I still think VGA 85 pluses can grade very well at WADA. And this is a steal like it's a you got Super Smash Brothers on the 3DS. So the 3DS is one of the older systems, not the oldest, right? But it's from that era where they just didn't make a ton of everything. Uh, and you got a great game in Smash Bros. I was like, this is probably a good one to get, you know, because you're probably going to turn around and grade this and you could probably get a 9.4, 9.6 at WADA with an A plus seal like that's that's an upgrade, right? Um, and what does he do? He turns around and buys it. and He got it for 75 bucks. $75, that is freaking nuts. Um, and then he said the VGA cases aren't that bad. It's like, all right, you're done. But anyways, um, yeah, that was a nice grab. Was, I, mean, I didn't think he was going to take 75 bucks. That's actually crazy. And then number one this week, the, the guy who beat Chris. We got Sideshow. He got a PSA 8 Alpha Mon Alternate Art. Um, this is that black and gold uh, card, very similar to the Omnimon from Double Diamond and uh he said it's his favorite card he ended up getting it and that's that's sweet and it's also probably the rarest card on this uh on you know display here today so sweet card i actually looked at this on TCG Player, i think like raw raw these have dropped quite a bit like they're down to like 200 300 bucks right now so if you're still into that alpha mon and maybe you're trying to collect the cuz they what they've done with this is they've kind of made it a theme like every year they're going to make a different one so the first year was omni mon the second year was alpha mon Next year, they'll probably make another one. Um, and it'll be like, you know, again, mono-colored, mono, t- mono kind of like this, just all black and gold or all white or all silver, whatever the case may be. Uh, but it seems like it's a reoccurring theme with Digimon. So if you're trying to collect that set, it's actually a really good time to get the Omnimon because he's down to like 500 again, which we haven't seen in about two years. And then the uh, Alpha Mon is actually pretty darn low itself too at like two 300 bucks. And there you guys go. Thank you guys for sharing that. Um This is a nice spread this weekend. We got some Pokemon chase cards. We got Digimon slabs and tens. We got Digimon chase cards and we got video games. Really good spread this week. Thank you guys for sharing that. And that is the end of episode 142 of the podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Drop a comment. Join our Discord because it's free. And let's enjoy the last five or six episodes we got for this weekly show. All right. That's it. See you guys in the Discord. Peace.